on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. We're really trying to lean into this. We would have this discussion with the Powder Keg Punks take like 40 minutes. Absolutely. But it would only be one second of real time. (laughs) Some anime rules. After a tough battle with Glaz and his really big gun, you were in the Widget Works warehouse. Uh, you had come to investigate the powder keg punks. Hey, look, go look at if, if I may, my ending notes. Fight start. Boy. <laughs> it isn't going that well. That was a stressful combat. <laughs> it isn't going well. The outlaws get to the bottom of who hired the powder keg punks. Yeah, why were you after Gattleby? Oh, the egghead? Yeah. Well, that egghead, Shoma, whatever, hired us to go after Gattlegoov, whatever. We got half up front, but couldn't deliver on the goods. Great job on that, by the way. Very violent. And start to feel the heat from the corrupt shield marshals. You see a shield marshal pinning something up on a, like a, a bounty board. Uh, and you us? see pictures of yourselves. Do you read them? Yes. They're yeah. Wanted posters. Uh, Alonzo says wanted for like five accounts breaking and entering. The plot thickens. Am I allowed a free action to shout an expletive? Now. So I want to, before we get into this beautiful episode that we're about to record, I want to sit down and thank a viewer slash listener of ours on YouTube. Oh. I want to thank a little guy on YouTube whose username is J.R. Lonergan or Lonergan <laughs> or something. This man comments on every single video oh, we make yeah. within minutes Dang. Minutes of it going live on YouTube. I usually can tell when the video has finished processed and and gone live on YouTube by when this email comes in that he's commented. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've noticed this guy before. He always comments. He comments on every single video. Let me read you a sample of his wonderful comments. just so excited to listen. It makes me so happy. Are you just waiting there at the computer for it to upload, baby? Do you get get, like some popcorn and just keep on refreshing the page? (laughs) I think it's really as soon as that notification gets delivered. He's there ready to go. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah. The most recent one was hot dog. Here we go. Exclamation point. Uh, and then he also said in the one before that, this is episode 20, uh, that old slide guitar again, uh, just, and then here we go. My favorite <laughs> centuries. centuries. It's heating up down and out. Like I'm going back episode by episode, every single one. So I'm just going to just wanted to say, you know, out there to, to Jerry Lonergan, however it's pronounced, you are seen and you are appreciated. Make me feel all warm inside. Make me feel all warm inside. And you help me know when my video is live on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. Uh, so I did also want to take a moment here because I was, I was thinking about um, what we talked about, I think, in episode 21 of this season when Bridgie P was talking about the cycle of fight for a few minutes, then heal for a few hours. I know that's going to be getting better with some of the feats you guys took. Um, 
but I also wanted to talk about how maybe this game, which I, I really have come to enjoy Pathfinder 2E a lot, especially when we were playing 1E in this game, like back to back for a little bit. Um, there was a thread recently on the Pathfinder 2E subreddit. This thread was talking about um, how it doesn't handle, uh, the system doesn't handle certain kinds of games very well. I wanted to kind of throw it around to you guys. Um, basically, the the discussion I was seeing happen is that anything focused on like resource drain or maybe to a certain degree some time crunch uh, or or like horror kind of games that to ease the way it's balanced. It is balanced really tightly, but it doesn't super work well with that kind of game. And I know we haven't done a ton of those kinds of things, but we have dabbled in it, and especially our 1E stuff. I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think about that? Because we've only really dealt with kind of scenarios where it's kind of one long day, so to speak. I think, you know, we, we in, the, in the episode we mentioned that if we were playing things that weren't one long day, it would be totally fine. Um, or even for a dungeon crawl, it'd be, it'd be fine. But uh, like, uh, I'll, I'll bring up an example for a point of discussion. In Reign of Winter, in the fifth book, which we were playing in our home game, uh, there is a really cool kind of siege that you have to play through, which is a long day. Yeah. But it's focused, like none of the combats in it are particularly hard because all the enemies are trying to like damage some resource at the like castle you're defending. But even though the individual combats aren't hard, there's like a ton of them over the course of a really, really long day. Um, Cause the whole point of it is resource drain, you know, and surviving an onslaught. How do you think this game would fare in like that kind of thing, or maybe in some sort of horror scenario where you got sanity and other things and recovering's harder, or maybe even like survival, uh, kind of what we do in Forbidden Lands. I think it'd just be all about how you balance the encounters. If yeah. you know you're going to have, this is an extreme example, but 20 encounters in a single day, you got to understand that those encounters should not all be over your level or even at your level. Um, it would be a bit more of a thought process for the DM, um, but you, I think it's possible you just have to balance it. And you'd have to work harder to balance it. It's not built for that, but it doesn't mean it could not be used to do that. Um, I think the the best example I can think of is I, I've listened to a podcast where they've done that sort of thing. It was a horror podcast where like even when they lost a character, that character was never replaced. That They were just gone. Yeah. Um, and it was a, I think, about two days going through a horror village slash cave. And... They were playing it in 5e. Now, in 5e, when you rest, you get all your hit points back. Right. So they did have that going for them, but they still managed to do the whole resource drain because in 5e, you still have limited healing. Um, you don't have wands like you do in first edition Pathfinder, I think. I don't think they work like that in 5e. Um, and you only have the limited hit die for short rests. But it still worked out. And I look at second edition kind of the same way, just without that benefit of resting, giving you all your hit points back. I think it's possible. It's just harder work. Yeah. I don't know. I feel as though this system is setting itself up to be more of like the 15 minute adventure day. Mm -hmm. Well, see, that's one thing I might disagree on because 
in Pathfinder 1E, or rather, I think this has tried to address Pathfinder 1E's very big problem with the 15-minute adventure day because the one point I was going to bring up was in 1E, you had the resource drain thing going on, but you also had so many magic items just work completely differently. Yeah. And you could Mm -hmm. just substitute effectively gold pieces for magic items that make your resource drain less of a problem, right? So instead of having to worry about how much healing you can do in a day or how long it takes, you just got, you know, everyone's favorite five wands of cure light wounds. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taste. Yeah. Um, and you could just keep on going. Uh, and you really only had to worry about running out of like the powerful spells. And in this game, I feel like they tried to fix that with focus abilities. Um, you see what I mean? So like, that's how they kind of balance things out. So you don't have your 15 minute adventure day. You have to take time to get your focus stuff back. Sure. It could turn into the two hour adventuring day, but that's at least more reasonable. I do like how in second edition, they've made healing much more available for everyone. Yeah. Every class could be a a kind of healer. You don't have to have either a wand of cure light wounds or a cleric or an equivalent. Even your fighter can take points in medicine, right? You know? And in like take feats to make that better. And that's really cool, I think. Drow, as someone who's done a lot of the healing in other games, uh, looks at your cleric, <laughs> Noom, uh, from our, our Rune Lords campaign uh, in One E. How does uh, being a healer compare in One E versus Two E? I think I would have a better grasp if I had chosen any other type of healer. I'm a very <laughs> weird healer right now. Um, I appreciate that I can do some healing that resets on a rest. Not the biggest fan of the fact that, you know, I go a little bit more insane every time and that I start bleeding. Uh, right. But that's something I chose. This is for the flavor. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's juicy. I love that I'm able to do that. I think it's easier to heal. I heal less, but I can heal more over a longer period of time without running the risk of using up resources that I cannot get back. It's not like all wands and spells. You can also do actual medicine, so it's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Another aspect of resource strain that I think they added that used to not really be part of 1E, uh, Cat, as someone who's picked a lot of locks uh, in 1E and 2E, how do you like the change from just you get to roll a die once or maybe take 20 to unlock something versus now you have to worry about breaking your lock picks? Um, having the option to break your lock picks feels much more realistic to me. It makes lock picking more of a... Um, it's almost risky to go pick a lock in 2E versus 1E where you could just eventually take 20 if you weren't in combat. Right. Um, granted, you know, you can, they're not expensive. You can keep buying it, but then you have to consider managing your money and your resources to have that opportunity. What I found the most different was needing to get multiple successes and the like, which I get, I totally get the reasoning for because anybody can be just dumb luck and get something. But, uh, no, I like, I like the changes made. Yeah. And then Jacob, uh, one of the things people were saying on this thread, uh, we've been talking about how this can do different sorts of games. Um, I'm not completely sold that it can't do a resource drain game. It uses, I think you're right. It has to be balanced for it uh, by the GM. But what do you think as someone who's tried and dabbled a lot in running horror stuff for 1E and that's really interested in it? 
Um, I don't, as of time of writing, I'm not sure how many horror mechanics have been added in. I know they mm. just released the um, Dark Archive and Book of the Dead, but I'm not sure how much horror is a direct focus. It's not like in 1E they had a, a supplement called uh, Horror Adventures, yeah. which is all about that. Um, how do you think this game could handle that? And does it run into a kind of... DM needs to work around resource stream problem there as well. I honestly don't, I think it'll work. I think it would work for horror just as well as one. He did. It all depends on what rules they had. Cause if you think a lot of the rules that they added for horror didn't actually change too many things. For example, look at haunts. What are haunts, but reskinned traps. They are yeah. spooky traps. Uh, and then, like, even the insanity rules that they added in, that's it basically boils down to a bunch of will checks and whatnot. As for the resource train, I think 2E has the potential for horror more so than 1E did. Because, I mean, once again, in 1E, oh, you fight these undead, and the part of the horror adventure is the very real threat of death, uh, even more so than your typical adventure. Um, but then you just take out a wand to cure light wounds and tap, 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 tap. You're fine. Um, but if you wanted to do a horror thing where you don't have time to stop and rest, you just you can't heal that fast. Even with battle medicine and the I think it's continue recovery feat that lets you do every 10 minutes rather than an hour. Like if you have enemies or like a monster, look at a slasher scenario trying to get inside your room. You don't have 10 minutes to heal even no. once. So maybe with battle medicine, you could get a heal off, but then you have to, you have to go. I think because of its lack of healing specific items, 2E has the potential to make horror even stronger than 1E did. But uh, once again, it also depends on how they add the rules in and boils down to the GM, uh, how they make the adventure. The, the, I think the, the, the crux to it is time crunch. Uh, if I could add... Um, as someone who plays predominantly melee and physical based characters, um, you know, your attacks are just about unlimited. So long as you're still up, you can keep hitting and keep trucking. So there's got to be some level of balance on your melee characters, often your tank and their health is their limited pool of say spells or the like. Right. Yeah. I mean, conditions can also play a role into this as well. Oh, but, totally. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then if I may add on to that, uh, one the the destroyer of a good horror adventure is being able to remove yourself from the scenario. In one e, they didn't have common, uncommon, rare items, spells, even backgrounds and whatnot. Uh, sure, your DM could say, "Hey." No teleporting for this adventure. You can't take that spell. Um, but there's nothing built into Pathfinder to say that. But, I mean, if you're playing a horror adventure, it is important to not be able to leave the scenario or else all the horror is gone. But in 2E, there, that is baked into it, where certain spells and abilities do have rarities. And you could say, listen, this is an uncommon spell. You probably don't have access to that to be able to learn that. And that does nothing but add to the ability to make a horror adventure. So there are actually rarities and spells in first, first edition. Did they, was it, uh, it was into just, it, yes. Uh, it was a few cantrips that were rare cantrips. I think it was like, um, uh, blood money. There was also that. Yes. That's that the was first a, level spell. Not that's a, a first level spell though. Yeah. Or is it blood? It's yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about though. Yeah. Um, um 
Blood Money, the one where you can sacrifice HP and con yeah. to get like expensive uh, material components. There's also Jolt, there's Penumbra, and there's uh, not Downpour. It's like, it's similar to Downpour. It does mm. the same thing. Drench, I think. And those, usually you have to clear with the DM being like, hey, did I, do I have access to this not quite so common spell? Mm-hmm. I, but uh, if I remember correctly, I don't think that was like that. Was that originally part of first edition or something that was added in? Um, because it's, well, I mean, it's not the, the same as resource. It's not the same as 2E where the rarity of an item or spell is very much front and center with those traits. So it's it's much more in your face and, and built in. Because I know in 1E there would be uh, traits under spells like Mudball is a goblin spell or whatever. <laughs> and people would take it because you don't read those things as much because it's not normally as important. But in this one, it's like bold and in your face. This is rare and it's colored different than everything else. It makes you think, hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to take that unless it's whatever. Here's some good examples. Teleport is uncommon. Mm-hmm. So in a typical adventure, it'd probably be fine. In certain adventures, it could be adventure breaking. But I've yeah. also seen other uncommon examples are tongues, because part of a mystery is not being able to understand something, and tongues can remove that. Yeah. Uh, tree stride, which is different flavor of teleport, even undetectable alignment. You're playing an evil character, and part of the challenge is not being able to hide, you know, via magic means that you're evil. You have to be clever about it. It's a, I like how they've, from what I can see at a glance, and that's what this really is, is they've taken some of the spells or abilities that could be adventure breaking in specific adventures, and they've made them uncommon. So you have the choice to say, it's not available. Yeah. And that can help with a lot of these scenarios. That's fair. Um, without a rules lawyer coming down on you. <laughs> I can see the people who want to know how 2E would hold up to that resource management because one of the best parts of the resource, man- resource management play long form day is having to get creative when you have things like you're down all your good spells and you're mm-hmm. using your first levels and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it, it is a a fun part of the gameplay or how can your melee character keep out of melee for a little while in order to not always get, you know, terribly wounded. So yeah. And it it is a fun way to play. If you're a GM running this and you want to kind of keep the same um, monsters or whatever, but you have to downgrade them for a resource drain kind of time crunch day, Mm -hmm. you do have the option. There's the whole, uh, weak adjustment things. This comes from, I think, the best Jerry, but it's also, I think it should be in the GM's guide and it's on the advanced GM screen that I use. Uh, like the weak adjustment, you can pick one of these or add multiple. Um, it's basically an HP decrease. So at levels three to five, where we are now, I reduce an enemy's hit points by 15. That's typically what I do if I want to tap down an encounter for three players. Mm. But you can also, as part of that, uh, do minus two to AC attack bonus, DC saves perception skills, etc. So you could layer on weak adjustments. Uh, uh, you can also like do minus two to damage for their strikes and minus four to other like limited damage abilities. So you could uh, layer on those multiple times if you're trying to keep the same whatever level enemy, but make it a hey, reasonable fight for a party that has like lower hit points, multiple stacked conditions or whatever at the end of a long day. 
because it would probably, if you apply a weak adjustment, still feel just as bad because it's effectively take your characters are down an effective level and then you'd be taking your enemy down an effective level to match them. But, you know, you wouldn't have to actually say, oh, it looks weaker. You could just do it under the hood to kind of keep the balance where you want. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting discussion. I always love seeing these threads that pop up on the 2E subreddit and other game subreddits as well, where it's just like, it's like an interesting idea or discussion point and you see like a reasonable amount of upvotes and then like hundreds of comments. Those are my favorite to read through. <laughs> so I thought I'd bring it up here. Um, uh, another thing I'm going to bring up here is centuries before uh, <laughs> this tar stone was raised, the wizard kings Nex and Geb warred with one another scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. But now the mist is gone. From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, <laughs> a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. But now the rest is gone. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. <laughs> and it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge... <laughs> the mist. Living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. In the world of the Witcher. In the world of the Witcher. Three hundred years. I was waiting that whole time, but now the mist is gone. The world. Brave souls and cunning scoundrels. All right. Well, I was looking through my notes here because it's been, I think, two weeks since we've been able to play. I wrote a little note to myself here. Uh, let's see. Monday, October 31st at 7.31 p.m. All caps. The fight is not over. Dudes are still on the catwalk. Because uh, if, uh, if you'll remember, uh, when last we left Micah's Angels, you were in the Widget Works warehouse. Uh, you had come to investigate the powder keg punks. Hey, look, 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 you did. You have to say powder keg is one word and it's then punks. So pad, pad, punk. uh, you met a angsty teenager named Opal. Opal. Uh, you talked to him for an exceedingly long amount of time. Uh, <laughs> you wanted to send him to a him. farm. You gave us the option, you fool. Uh, you left and you told him to go to a farm. Um, yeah. Then you finally entered the warehouse. Um, I don't remember. Let's see if I like finally Shut up. <laughs> did I write down this? Oh. Oh. Yes, I did. You you all had disguises. This was before you went in. Yes. Ah, yes. Uh, Alonzo is Zeke. Chester is John. And Psykeer is Sanguinius, uh, apparently. Yeah. <sighs> uh, uh, you went in and you tried to... What are you going to do, huh? <laughs> Sigh. Am I going to remind you of your Primarch? Uh, <laughs> you tried to pass your, <laughs> yourselves off as... um. The uh, as powder keg punk members uh, lying out the butt to Glaz and his crew. I lied. Totally not suspicious. Out my mouth. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but it's for healing potions. Checks. You but it's for healing potions. <laughs> oh. uh, you uh, oh. you actually had fooled him in the beginning, but then you started saying dumb things, and like I had him rolled again. We started saying dumb things because he got suspicious. Uh, and I think you yeah. ended up with uh, I think happy birthday. Happy yep. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. That was an excuse to pull a bomb out before the combat started. Yeah. And it worked out very well. That was very fun. Uh, uh, we already knew it was going downhill, so we just kind of shoved it. <clears throat> if, if I may, my ending notes. Fight start. Boy. <laughs> it isn't going well. That was well. a stressful combat. Boy. <laughs> It isn't going well. I distinctly remember a break in the combat we were where we were all like strategizing on would this work? No, we only have one more shot. Like, are you going to go for that electrical thing? Like, it was intense. Not going to lie. I, for a bit there, did not expect for any of us to make it out. It was looking That's pretty fair. dire. That guy with his gun and his ridiculous AC. Oh my God. That armor. Do you realize yeah. that if we were not, if I got lucky because of the bombs I chose, if we didn't have electricity, I don't know if we could beat this guy. I mean, legitimately, until then, I couldn't hit him. Yeah, like, it was so It was like hard. nat okay, 20 or we're nothing. We're not done yet, though, so. But, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, if you, gotten to, if you had gotten him to half health, the thing would have kicked off anyway. What was okay. his AC? Uh, I think it was 24, right? To Holy start. shit. Was it 24? Because I thought, it, okay, my two hit at best is 10. Yeah. I would have had to roll a 14. Statistically improbable. Not super improbable, but still. It's bad. Yeah, no, 14. Even with my improved weaponry. And that's with DR. Well, I've got my two man's conditions out here right being now. absolutely redonkulous. We got... We got lucky. Boy, that fight was tough. Uh, you guys yeah. started off strong, ripping apart some powder keg punks. Uh, and then this fucking monkey goblin. And then, and then it took. Then the the boss took exactly one shot at Chester. One shot for you guys to realize that things are uh -oh. not going good. I've See, been editing this so far. I'm not sure how long the uh, edit the episode's actually going to be because it's not done yet. But uh, we recorded two and a half hours because of that fight. Let's see. What did that boss take? A super-powered Kamehameha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a moderate lightning bomb that hit his weakness. And yep. it made him flat-footed so that he could be sneak attacked. Finally. The one thing I need to do damage. We each hit him once with something really powerful. And it got him to what? Halfway? Half. <laughs> no, he's he's pretty far down at this oh, okay, point. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, my notes say he surrendered at three hit points. Oh. That's nice to know. Oh, That's so we did do a considerable amount of damage at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my notes, Jacob, Jacob's notes are probably more succinct and more accurate uh, in terms of the feel. Uh, uh, oh, my, of the feel. Okay. My notes were... Uh, Fight is tough. Subpoint. Chester hella hurt by the gun. Subpoint. Alonzo goes down. Subpoint. Psykir fires their laser. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Fire uh, my laser. Another point that I'm not going to bring up because it's for me. Uh, no, bring it up. Glass surrenders at three HP. <laughs> You're right. I do tend to go for more, more feelings. Uh, <clears throat> we talk with the door boy, and Chester makes some bad decisions. <laughs> uh, blah blah blah. We try to bluff our way closer and fail. Fight start. Boy, it isn't going well. <laughs> Never mind. We turned it around. <laughs> boy. <laughs> I, but I, I have been listening Holy to it as shit. I've been editing, and I will say I was trying to be maybe a little too generous. Uh, oh, because oh. I had edited the week before, and I basically you roll n knowledge stuff on him or to get to devise a stratagem on him for free. Uh, but I don't think you actually pursued a lead on him. 
you pursued a lead very specifically on finding more information about the gang members. That's I mean, that's why I asked. That's why I asked. But well, let it be fuzzy. Because uh, to be fair, you guys needed all the reasonable help you could get. Yeah. And even with all that help, you really only barely, barely uh, managed to come out on top so far in this fight. Which yeah. also, may I remind you, uh, as not per my notes, over. is not over. Nope, there's still two guys up there. Two guys who apparently may not stop fighting and a friend who's bleeding. Yep, because uh, Alonzo is still bleeding. Oh, yeah, I'm bleeding. Mm-hmm. I'm wounded and bleeding. He's still bleeding. He's wounded. So, like, if you what's go a, down, you're going to go to uh, what's your hit point a higher, uh, what is it, <laughs> death, dying <laughs> level. One persistent damage will probably take me down. Ah, so you're at one. Um, you know how <laughs> our enemy is at three? I, too, am at three. We stand as equals. What persistent damage would not take you down then? If the persistent damage wasn't one, it would take me down. It's if like it a was D6 two, of bleed. I could but go. But you also are lifelinked to Psykir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but do I don't want Psykir to you. go either. Uh, so why don't we resume here? I should have... My, my initiative tracker is still going. There's nothing like coming back to an initiative tracker that's still going after oh. two weeks. <laughs> that feels really great. All right, so it is his turn. On his turn, he dropped or really released focus of his weapon and put up his hands and and uh, tries to surrender. He's like, all right, guys, stop, stop. Let's stop this. Puts up his hands. Next in the order is going to be Psyche here. What do I you do? I will hold my turn. There are still two powder keg punk gunners. Uh, active on the catwalks who have been shooting at uh, Psykir and I think Chester, but you moved under the catwalk. So you're going to hold your turn? Yes. I'm going to give them the opportunity to surrender. Do you say anything to them? Will that take up part of my turn? Uh, speaking is a free action, unless you want to try and like use a diplomacy check or something on them. Okay. Psykir is going to be like, I will allow you your lives once. Make any sudden moves, make any ill-thought-out actions, and I will rend you from this plane atom by atom. Would you like to roll diplomacy or intimidation? No. I don't know no one named Adam. (laughs) I know several. (laughs) I know several Adams. Uh, Why don't you roll one of those as an action? Otherwise, if you're just saying it, that might not stop them. I'm kind of betting on them listening to their leader. But sure, I sure. I would love to assist in this, but it's Let's not my turn. Diplomacy. We're in combat. I actually have a really good way to assist with this. Oh, I mean, I can just keep my rapier to the dude's neck. Go ahead, I stab. Uh, uh, I'll let you guys both assist. I- I'll allow it. Um, Chester will shout out, Your boss has surrendered. If you stop, I'll give you each a powerful bomb if you leave. Uh, what do you want to roll to assist? I mean, probably diplomacy, because he's not lying. He will give them bombs. Shit. Should it be diplomacy, then? Uh, yeah. Whatever you want. It, right. do, it doesn't have to all be the same check. He, 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 what I'm saying, he's not lying. He all is right. telling the all truth. Right. Uh, uh, okay. go for diplomacy, too, I guess. Yeah, just I'll allow the same you thing do, for you, go. you do your thing, because my assist, does my assist have to be the same skill? I'm not going to say it has to be the same skill. Right. I got um, an 18 total. Basically, the check is to convince them to stop. You're trying to intimidate. You're adding on to the argument with diplomacy. uh, Alonzo, did you want to try assist as well? Oh, Alonzo's assist is, I hear one shot, anything, I stab him through the neck. Uh, Your leader bleeds out. Roll intimidate then. 
this. Go, if go, I'm go. I'm going go. down. He we goes got, with we me. We got sour, sour, and a bit of sweet. <laughs> uh, I got Ooh. 17 on the die for a 23. So that's one assist. And then Chester, what did you get again? Uh, I got an 18 total. Uh, that's another assist. Psych All right. Here. Uh, if it's intimidation, 16 total. If it is diplomacy, it is a 21. Dang, I was meant to get that 17. Then you get a plus two. I picked up my okay. weighted against good dies rolls, and it rolled a good roll. <laughs> so. well, Dang. With the assist, it doesn't matter what you roll. Uh, they look at uh, you. They look at the boss. They see Alonzo's rapier pointed at them. They see Sykir's fingers still crackling. I do with, also uh, want to say that I'm glowing right now. Yeah, that's right. You are still glowing uh, with the 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 glow and the, uh, like electrical whatever Kamehameha energy. Going Super Saiyan. Going Super Saiyan. Your 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 tail's bushed. Your all of the fluff of visible on you is bushed. Um, Yellow, pointing upwards, you know. Yeah. Doing that stupid toe point thing that they do where they're hovering like three inches off the ground. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> if this were if we were really trying to lean into this, we would have this discussion with the powder keg punks take like 40 minutes. Absolutely. But it would only be one second of real time. Um, <laughs> it's some anime rules. <laughs> <laughs> and we would have to say our moves. Rapier, thrust! <laughs> oh, God. A <laughs> lot. Chester bomb. <laughs> bomb Stratagem diviso. <laughs> uh, they lower their weapons and gently set them down on the catwalk. And I will take you guys out of initiative. Out of initiative. Uh, Chester will walk over to them. Into each of their hands, he will place a moderate alchemist fire. Do you add, they're up on the catwalk. Do you well, need them to from, get down? Yeah, they'll come down. Okay. He wants them gone. Oh, okay, and you give you're them, giving them a distraction. Each a bomb. Uh, you're passing them, the children an iPad and tell them to leave. Okay, let's not get out of initiative because uh, of the bleed. Because of the bleed, yeah. Right, oh I'll yeah, I do have it. bleed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, we'll just we can resolve that. The fight has ended. Yes. So now it's time to talk to him. All so right. We'll resolve that after we talk to him. As the fight well, we ends. We should probably resolve that before we talk to him, just in case Alonzo dies. We Alonzo, also, like, exhales We could audibly. also just have it, like, you talk to him for five minutes, and then he just falls over. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it might be me that falls over. Yeah. That's true. Like, I'm holding in blood dripping out of my side or something. Heal in a Alive because department. of Psykir's medicine... All and right. he'll like here stuff. Chester will handle the two goons. Okay, so well, just, they come down and you hand them the thing. Alonzo, you still have them at rapier point. This will end a round. Uh, I'm going to need you to take, uh, it's a D6 of bleed, and make me a flat check. All righty. Oh, no, I made a nat 20. You're fine. All right. Uh, and Psykira, you will take one point of damage from Alonzo's last bleed. Solid. What does the nat 20 do for me? Uh, you stop bleeding. Okay. Uh, to <laughs> Not be a fi- waste of a nat 20 then. Yeah. Nice. You spit blood on his face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I, I hand a bomb to each goon and tell them to, to leave out the front door. Like uh, to get on get. They take it. They walk out the front door. They get. They leave their guns behind. Uh, you wait for a minute or so and come back over, and then in the distance you hear. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if they had waited more than a day to throw those bombs, they would have been useless. Are oh, you well. kidding? I know. That's, I was thinking so, to myself, they're going to do something with them right away. Did they just drop them at their feet or something? <laughs> did we'll they fire. light themselves on fire? Some mysteries are, you know, just left to be pondered about 
for ages. No, tell us. Uh, we'll find out later. <laughs> no, tell us. Probably when we leave. Uh, so you okay. gather all around Glass. Who's I think one of them ate that. Ate it. Mm, <laughs> that nat twenty means I just managed to hold the blood back, not actually stopping it, just holding it like a badass. You just kind of clench your butt and you stop bleeding. You shove uh, a tampon in it. <laughs> you all gather. I am not joking. You all like still got one of Eleanor's. <laughs> oh Lord above. Nope. Anyways. Nope. 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 Please, con- please continue, Derek. Uh, you all gather around Glass, who is bleeding. Uh, the bits of his clockwork armor, like the gun and the uh, like power armor bits, are kind of still freaking out and moving him about. Mm-hmm. But he's generally keeping his hands open and visible. Uh, he's like, "Who the hell are you people? What do you want?" We are purveyors of justice in this lawless town. What? You hear? <laughs> <You're here. laughs> and we have we have heard murmurs that you are working with not so savory people some of them just being yourselves you useless louts we work with a lot of people we are only interested in your arrangements with oh, oh, oh. loveless no loveless no, and not loveless what's his fuck nope not them they don't work for them. That they name. Work, they're uh, Shorma. Shoma. Lyserus. Okay. We are. Whatever the DM corrects that. No, it was Shoma Lyserus, wasn't it? Yeah, you got it right. Nice. We're only interested in your current contract with Shoma. Yeah, why were you after Gaggleby? Oh, the egghead? Yeah. Well, that egghead, Shoma, whatever, hired us to go after. Look, Shoma, this Lyserus dweeb. He needs things sometimes that he can't buy, all right? And he hires us to pick these things up and pays us in kegs of black uh, powder and crates of alchemist fire, right? Yeah. Pretty good deal, if you ask me. It's basically exactly what I want. Sounds right up your alley. Well, this time, he wants the egghead, gattle goove, whatever. Bigger bounty, bigger payment. We got half up front, but couldn't deliver on the goods. Great job on that, by the way. Very violent. I'm assuming your disguises have come off at oh, this point. no. <laughs> They're Please. an hour long. I'm not going to show my rather, face to this guy. Then I'll what? back up. I'll sure, say. Sure. Psychir drops their disguise uh, as soon yeah, as they that's start what talking. I thought. Three of you, the the, the 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 magic blast, the gun who thinks a little bit, and person who stabs with a very pointy stick. I was wondering. I was wondering. Good job, by the way. You're just very violent. Five stars. We are not friends. Well, I'm just complimenting your work, all right? Oh, I, I appreciate I'll it. I'll take the Continue. compliment. I, I, I do flatter, but go on. Anyway, Shoma wants his payment back. Instead, we'll give him something far better. You, you go get him. Here, here's his address. Oh. Sucker sent us on a job that we didn't know was going to be that hard. Got a lot of our good punks killed. Uh, how? And only paid us for half the thing anyway. Sure, we failed to deliver, but... What a dweeb. Well, where, where's the rest of you gang at? How many you got left? Uh, there's Steve and Bill just left, and then there's Opal. He's pretty cool. Where is Opal? He should have run in here for a fight. Oh, that, that's the door boy? Yeah. Ah, he doing his thing. Okay. Teenagers. Um, there's a couple other people. Unreliable. Out at the Hippodrome or whatever, but, like, man, it cost me a lot of good punks. You guys did, or this job did. Anyway, he's staying at some apartment down in Hellside. What can you tell us about him? He's a dweeb. 
some sort of fire-headed ifrit person. Oh. He really hates Gattleby and makes a lot of explosives and, and fun stuff. Oh. Do you know why he hates Gattleby? I don't know. I don't give a shit. That's fair. That's fair. So let's let's talk this out. You're not going to go after Gettleby again, right? No, I don't care about him. Awesome. And uh, where'd you where'd you get your cool little armor at? Oh, this stuff. Yeah. Oh, this old thing. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> well, it's a long and illustrious make story. It, make it two sentences. Or, you know, if you had to look it up, you don't gotta say nothing. Just say, I got it, it's cool. I am not pulling out my two, three pages of backstory and reading it right now because I forgot. Uh. Uh. Oh, yes, I have heard of this armor crafter. Uh. (laughs) Pulling out a notebook, Uh. putting on some reading glasses. Flip, 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 flip. Uh, I used to be in a gang. We stole some, they stole these fancy clockwork prototypes, and uh, I, I got some armor. It was off this dweebish gnome inventor. I was like the only one small enough to fit in this, so I, I started wearing it. And uh, it turns out it's real hard to take off, so I've just kind of, st- it's been my trademark ever since. It's pretty cool. You mean you don't take it off? Are you stuck? Off? Are you uh, trapped? I can get out. No, you can't. Shut up. If Let you me are guess. actually trapped now that we have thoroughly thrashed this ar- set of armor, it would probably be best if we helped them. Does, I'd rather just get it fixed because I like the gun. Does uh, your armor have pockets? I can wear pants over. Oh, well, empty your pockets. <laughs> Stretches the arm. Here, if you want some of the goods from the from the dweeb left over, there's a whole box of it over there. I don't matter if I... Listen, of all the people we fought, we expected you to be, like, totally non-understanding, like a real violent person. You're all right. Look, listen, you don't run a gang in Alkenstar if you don't have a little bit of reason in you. You know what? You, 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 you're right. You're right. Uh, if you search the crate he gestures at, you find six jars of moderate bottled lightning. Holy shit. (laughs) Excited Jacob goes monkey brain. And? I'm imagining Chester doing this with his little fangs sticking out. Uh, uh, uh. Maybe I'm the monkey goblin now. Chester, did you happen to ingest coffee this morning? Yes. Ah. Much of it. Ah, that's how he devises a strategy. That's how I think fast. Takes an espresso shot. No, he doesn't have any money on him. Okay. So just six jars of moderate bottled lightning. Yeah. Just? That sounds amazing. Just six jars of moderate, <laughs> moderate bottled, bottled lightning. lightning. <laughs> uh, all right, let me so move that. So many people have tried to make lightning in a bottle. Let me get rid of that comma. Very glad right. that this was a success. And you don't level up. I, I was about to say, uh, don't even try that. We leveled up like three episodes ago. Yeah, I know. I don't know. This guy seems like he might be worth it. I Maybe do have I'm a question. thinking about like first edition ruling. Maybe. Is this, um, was this an over our level combat? Uh, yes. No. Well, it was don't tough. dare say no. <laughs> he hit like a truck. This combat, okay, yes, it was rated at severe three. Uh, <laughs> About to okay. say. There you go. Holy um, shit. But uh, this was one of the options, depending on how this conversation went down. There was uh, an optional other fight that you skipped. 
that I thought would have been harder, but the book says oh. would have been easier. Oh. Mm. Uh, you mind if we snoop around here? I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really in control of much anymore right now, so you do you. Um, so Someone uh, should go check out that door over there. What are you guys going to do? You basically got him dead to rights. If I look at that gun on his armor, do I think there'd be a way to, oh, I don't know, remove it and make it useful not on the armor? Not really. Oh, dang it. Okay. The way it works is it actually is reloaded by the armor. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it would be quite a bit of work to re-engineer it. Not surprised. It's always worth an ask. Not big surprise. Uh, it um, sounded like the armor was integral. If you let him, he'll scamper off after you're done with him. Hey, you know what, Glass? You you all right? We ain't got no beef with you now. I th- you, you go on, head out. Uh, he runs after uh, the same direction that his goons previously ran uh, out the front door. Is he hoping to s- that they still have one of those moderate alchemist fires left? <laughs> I think he might be heading for a doctor <laughs> and a oh. uh, a uh, ripper doc for his armor. A ripper doc. Oh my god. Yeah, so uh, in the room still, you still got this catwalk above you, all these crates, this pile of garbage where his little throne was set up on. Um, I love that the goblins are little trashmen. Of course they are. What else would they be? This looks like a door. Can I open it? There is a door there. It is locked. Uh, Wait. Before we do that, it's like here. Yes. We'll do a little bit of healing. (laughs) I would love to. A little bit of that juice. I'd appreciate it. Morphine, some bandages. All right, let's 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 roll some some healings. Yeah. Okay, that's for you. Um, that's a seventeen plus eight. (gasps) Mighty obliged. Two D. Yeah, it's a twenty-five. Forty-eight. Oh, I need it so bad. Forty-eight. Yeah. Is is it plus anything? No. I don't think so. Uh, 16, 17, 18, uh, 19, 20, 21. Nice! Your wounded condition is also oh. removed. Oh. There we go. I'm literally back to over half health now. Thank and you. And then you? What'd you get? Seven. Plus, plus eight. Hey, it's a success. Woo! So it's just 2d8. Nine. i take it. Oh, also, I... I took all of those bottled lightnings, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. Not at all. No, by all means. I can't really use them. Take them. You'll uh, put them to better use. Like here, how are you doing on hit points? I am at 38 of 44, which is why I was more than happy to lifelink and take the edge off of that uh, bleed damage. And I appreciate it, because I would have gone down again. And you have continual recovery, so you could do this again after 10 minutes if you wanted, right? Yeah. I think we're good now, though. I might, I might try door. to heal myself a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. 10 plus 8. So, nice. yes, 18. Uh, it's 2d8. Uh, 12. I'm at full. Not bad. Sometimes I still think I should have gotten that wand to etch Alonzo on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you're at full. Um, Alonzo, are you at full? I am at half. All right. So, you're still wounded one because you don't do get We do have a wand of, of heal. You don't get rid of wounded until later. And remember, if you use that wand of heal... It's only once a day. Yeah, but you could heal you and Alonzo with the three-action version of it. Oh, yeah. That's fair. What does heal do whenever it's a three-action? 
heal if you would like to know. Oh, you disperse positive energy in a 30-foot emanation. Oh, just, just get up in there. all living and undead creatures in the burst. So we just kind of like, you know, get all close and snuggly and, and get tell, healed. Tell Chester to get on the other side of the room. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, Chester. Ow! <laughs> get out. It hurts so good. I hate it. Chester, bring it in. By the uh, power again, of friendship. Does the three action version do just a D8 or the D8 plus eight? I can't see. Uh... I think it's just a D8. So if you wanted to heal Alonzo for a lot, you would do the two action version. But if you both still needed hit points, you could run the risk of rolling a D8 for both of you. That's instead. stupid. Yeah. Well, I think that's the benefit of the two action version is more hit points. The benefit of the three action per- version is healing a lot of people at once. Like yeah. Like channel. Okay. I am good. I do not need this. I will do that for you. Thank you. So this is 2D8. I'm 22 uh, hit it's points a down. D8 plus 8. D8 plus 8. Solid. Even better. Love that. Automatic. Automatic. Nine at least. 13. Okay. I'm in a much better place now. But still not full? No, not full. Um, I'm down seven. I'm good to go. Oh, that's. Though. You're fine. Seven is okay. You're fine. Uh, no, but you will still have the wounded condition. Yes. No, that's wounded got removed by the treat wounds. Oh, you're right. You are right. Thank oh, you for treat wounds fix wounded? Yes. Sweet. Cause critical success. Yep. Oh, oh, it was the critical success. Lovely. Sweet. Now Alonzo straightens back up a little bit. He's feeling much better. Chester opens the door. I'm right behind you. With his hands. With his dick. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and I've got my crossbow ready. The door is locked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put away the crossbow. <clears throat> I would like to kick it. I want to open it. Chester knocks. Uh, he doesn't knock. <laughs> uh, make me either a thievery check or a crafting check. Oh what? Oh well. Seventeen. Thievery. Oh. Yeah. Uh, thievery is way higher than crafting for me. Alonzo, what I'll give you for that is you can't un- open the door. And you can't unlock the door because you don't see a lock. But the door is shut and wedged shut. Can I try a crafting check? Yes, you can. I didn't roll very well. That is a 16 plus 11. They're 20... 27. 27. 27. Uh, Chester, you can't figure out how to open this door, but you know it doesn't open from, like... It has hinges and everything, but you can't find any way at the door to open it. Mm. That monkey goblin's got some kind of special key for this, I bet. Can we take it off the hinges? <laughs> I mean, we could literally just, you know... Deconstruct, deconstruct the door? Deconstruct the door. I'm, I'm, I'm asking, Cole's like, some... Okay, some doors, if they're locked, you can take them off of the hinges. I'm curious. I'm not trying to pull a fast one on you. You can, but you'd have to roll a better crafting check. And what did you roll? I rolled a 16? For a 27 total. Yeah, I could try. How many times are you going to let me roll? Uh, I'll let you uh, roll for every 10 minutes you want to spend here. I. Our curiosity is insatiable. If you're going to do that, oh, then I'll that try didn't. to heal you again. Okay, cool. Okay. 10 on the die. First right. 10 minutes. Okay. Ooh, nope, I don't make it that time. All right. But I don't hurt 12 you. 12 on the die. Second 10 minutes. Nope. Oh, God. Here we go again. Uh, 10 on the die. 
first ten. I do ten heal minutes. you this time. So you're oh. going thirty minutes. <laughs> That's 30 30 minutes. How long are we gonna stay here? You spend here half an hour after everything, after healing. This door perplexes you. Uh, in fact, do you have any tools that you're using to open I mean, this thing? I probably have an alchemist's kit. Are you using it to op- open the door? Listen, I got acids. How many D8 do it do? Two. Two D8. Okay. How much does Chester get healed? Three. Three points. Listen, I'll take what I could get. Uh, We're going to be here longer anyways. Are you really wanting to get through this door? I mean, I ha- here's the thing. I haven't rolled a critical failure yet. Oh, you have. Uh, oh, I have? Yeah. Oh. Oh. So I guess if you just want to say I can't get in, I understand. I'll let you try as long as you want to. It'll just take a long time. You are so perplexed by this door. There's no, like, doorknob on it. It's, like, wedged shut by some mechanism. You know, I'm going to give this one more try. You should devise a stratagem. Devise. Study the door. (laughs) Natural one. Five. Five. Yeah, no. Plus 11. Nope. You can just see the frustration bead of sweat on Chester's face. Psych here, I'll allow you to join in on this ridiculousness. Make me a perception check. Oh, wait, can I detect magic? Sure. All right. I'm going to do a perception check, and I'm going to use the skull dice gifted to me by Micah himself. <gasps> first time mentioning. Mr. Alkenstar himself? That is a natural one. <laughs> natural oh, one? Yes. Yeah, Micah no says idea. no. <laughs> detect magic. Could I hey, attempt? Micah. Fuck you. Can I attempt one more time at something? You can do thievery, but if you critically fail, you'll ruin your tools. We bought spares, so it's fine. I'm going to try it one one more time. Okay. Lord above. I have a thievery of plus 11. It's worth a shot. That was a six I rolled last time. You got this. Nope, 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 nope. 13. Right. You bust some tools. Mm. I, I will need Actually, to buy more tools no, after you this. No, you do not. Oh, 13 okay. would be 24 total? Or yeah. Or 13 Thir- total? It would be a total of 13 in general. Oh, total of 13? Yeah, I yeah. rolled a 2. Oh, no. Your tools is busted. Okay, oh, I'll have to buy some more tools. Um, Can I just try to kick this door real quick? Sure. You kick the door. Nothing happens. We're not strong, remember? <laughs> I, I just want to see if maybe I roll really well. Sure. Go ahead. Roll strength check or athletics, rather. Athletics it is. 18. Total? Yes. You kick the door really hard. You leave an indent. It rumbles and nothing happens. All right. Last time. Wait. I pull out ye old credit card and try to (laughs) shimmy the lock that way. Last (laughs) time. After that, Psykir, like, facially is very calm, but you can see all along their spine, like (laughs) underneath their clothing, just kind of puff up a little bit <laughs> the tail do you vibrate after kicking the hard door 18 on the die <gasps> total of huh? 29 <laughs> you do not open the door okay we're not opening now, the door jacob hold on let me what see what if i help what, I will, what do i need to roll i will stay here all day to get me one additional point <laughs> hold on hang on i need uh, to let me see if i can heal you you got an 18 too. on the die we're not getting in jacob natural 20 uh so i do heal you a little bit Oh, for the... I thought you were, I thought you were assisting for a second there. No. I, was about I to can be like, assist, I'll try. It's too late, it's already roll healing. Roll 48 for your uh, tree wounds. <laughs> God, this is the most chaotic hour of nothing. This door is the bane of your existence. Uh, but it's three, also letting you get healed. Six, twelve. Oh, yeah. There you go. Is there anything you can find that gives you a plus one? 
but I'll give it Can I me. help at all? Is this No, no, you just you just healed him, so. Oh, I mean, I could have tried helping. Surely. I've I had said that I had been working on the door too. Go, 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 go. I can get bonuses to perception. I have no thievery to tools investigate. anymore. Uh, we had spares. I can get bonuses to thievery. Do Let you want to have been check. rolling thievery, or is that a lesser bonus? That would have been a lesser roll anyway, Earth. so no, no. And no, I, 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 I've I, been doing crafting. Crafting is what I'm best at. What? Sam Hale! Could I... Oh, okay. Creativity check time. Man, this is... The audience this is going to think killing of being merciful you, on us if you give this to us. I got flasks of acid. Straight up acid. That I could start chucking at this door in anger. I have a question. Uh-huh. Does this room, like, connect up to the ceiling? Or is it just, like... It goes up to the ceiling, yeah. Okay. Can I... Can I go around to the outside? We've basically... To see if there's a door or a window. ...beaten this gang, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna take as long as it takes. Okay. Well, okay. The most important question as far as time concerns, do we think we need to go to What's-Their-Face's apartment today? Can I ask Opal how to get in? Do you want to go back to the room Opal was in? Yeah. Have Didn't not, he leave to the it's farm? It's been like an hour since you beat this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't the brightest person. You so. go you go back to the, the entryway and there is no Opal there. Oh, he went to the farm. That's all That's all oh. I'm going to believe. Oh, yeah. He yep. went to the he farm. He went to the farm. Totally. Yep. I will. I don't think There's we need to go. There's definitely not chunks of teenager. To the apartment of the person until tomorrow. So I say we take as long as we feel like we need to to open this door. Okay. All right, then. That is what I am saying. What is your crafting bonus, then? Plus 11. We'll call it taking 20. I know yes. it doesn't exist in this game. I know, I know. But, but you, Jacob really would roll until he got a 20. 20 rolls, I get this. All which right, is go a, ahead, roll until you get a 19. Or better. Oh, my God. Three. Four. Would you let me roll for you? Five. Nope. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Seven! That's it, right there. 19 on the die. So it took him an hour and 10 more minutes. Another hour and 10 minutes pass as Chester. Uh, I'm going to say, make, mark this down on your sheet somewhere that you have to spend at least one gold replacing your random crafting tools that you keep on you. I'll just take the gold off right now. How about just that? Go ahead and do that for simplicity's sake. But you keep, you basically he, start taking Sam apart hell, the wall the crap? around this door and you find out that it has linked to a mechanism and you fall it all the way over to the trash heap that the throne's piled on top of. To find a lever? You find a lever. Oh. What do you fuck. do? We could have searched I the trash heap! Pull the lever. <laughs> pull the lever. I get really Wrong sad. Alright, so you're over there pulling the lever. Where's everyone else? Yes. I'm gonna stand by the door. Okay. Where are you, Psyche? Right where you are? I was, but, like, I was going to look bit. outside to see if there was a connecting window. There's no windows. No. Okay. Uh, you would have been able to come back in time for that. All right, cool. Then I'm going to be up on the catwalk. Uh, all right, let me read some flavor text for this room real quick. This portion of the warehouse once held two floors of offices, but has been demolished into one large chamber. Remnants of walls on the, in the second floor still cling to the room's outer walls. Uh, the debris from these structures is piled up in the corners. In the northwest corner of the room sits a nest of rags and softer scrap large enough to accommodate a large creature. The only visible exit 
is a set of two large doors to the east, which is where you're coming through, locked with a complex clockwork mechanism. We just broke into somebody's bedroom. And in this room, yeah. Alonzo, mm-hmm. as you poke your head in, I want to move you in here so you can see it. It's so blood. When you say a large creature, do you mean mechanically a large creature? You see in that nest, poking oh. its big head up, no. a giant snake. Oh my god. Get out. I didn't say I went in the room. I said I was I at j- the door. Oh, baby. You did. <sighs> a, I said I was in fact, at the door. A giant emperor cobra. Roll for initiative. I said I was at the door. <laughs> no. Why? I can see from outside the door. Why? Do Crap. We... Well. Okay. All right. Not phenomenal. All right. That was a crappy initiative roll. Oh. <laughs> <Dang> it. <laughs> um. I think we're being punished for your for your stubbornness. No, you're about to be punished for my stubbornness. It's going to act before me as well, which makes oh, me heckin' angry. all of us, judging by our reactions. Oh, I actually got a pretty good initiative. Okay. How I'm quick on this feet can this thing be? It I'm doesn't have any so feet. It's a snake. It's fast. Oh. I was making a joke. Uh, and it's not a good snake. It's a bad snake. Get out of there. All right. Get out of there. So why uh, were we doing this again? Treasure. <laughs> what'd, you, uh, what'd you guys uh, get on initiative? I rolled a nat three. Well, what's your total? 11. Um, uh, it's perception, right? Yes. Chester? Oh, no. What is my perception? 10. 27. Uh, Psych here? 14. Ooh. 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 Uh, all right. I'm so. Put myself back up on the catwalk. Uh, if you had you opened this door on the an hour or more earlier, I probably would have had it be right in your face, but it got bored of the noise <laughs> coming to the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did he open the door? Because it was locked with the clockwork mechanism. It's a snake. So this is actually just an animal. This is a pet. You know what? Now that I opened this door, the game, the foundry map says that there's a window to this side. Yeah, I was about to. But yeah. the book is very clear that like okay. it's the only one way in here. So I'm sticking with the way I ruled it. Um, all right, so, uh... Nobody first. has to know in the audience. Bitey? Bitey? Where's... The, the, the chat <laughs> says for the snake, bitey. Oh, no. Uh, I okay. both love it and hate it. Well. First in the order oh. of round one here Aww. is going to be Chester Williams, who is on the trash throne in the other room, having pulled the lever. Close cronk. the door. Uh, you see the door open. You don't see anything inside. You probably just fucking meander over. Alright, let's get some treasure! <laughs> uh, what does Chester do? <laughs> um, how long did it take the door to open when I opened it? It was pretty quick. It was just a like quick door? And opened up, yeah. Okay, guys, I could close the door. Am I allowed a free action to shout an, ex- an expletive? But... <laughs> you are so greedy. Oh my god. Um, if Alonzo oh. says close the door, close the door, close the door, Chester will pull the lever again. Does Alonzo <laughs> say that? You hear Alonzo. Snake. 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 What does Chester do? He will pull the lever again. Alright, the door closes. <sighs> what do you mean snake? Giant snake. Like yeah. how how big we talking? Four of me. That's a big snake. <laughs> I, uh, mm, I guess. It did look tasty. 
I guess we don't have to go in there. <laughs> that was the shortest combat we've ever done. <laughs> uh, Snake! Oh, Jacob really was. I think we should leave and not give in to temptation for treasure. Cause I mean, what treasure is going to be kept in the snake room? What better place to keep a treasure than where your snake is going to guard it? Do we believe that Bitey is a guard snake? Uh, you take this moment and you hear more noticeable movement from the other side of the door. Some. It's going to be on our side of the door. Man, now. I wish I could set traps. Oh, well. You're at. We don't need to risk it. Let's... Let's get on out of here. You're going to think about this room that you didn't get to explore for the rest of the week. to dwell on this, Derek. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't want to explore oh, the snake Derek, room. Derek, I want to dwell on this. I'm sure there's nothing this. interesting in this room I'm sure there's something. I have an idea. What if you pull the lever just a little bit? Crack the door open, <laughs> open and we slip something open underneath. Open the gate. Close the gate. <laughs> open the gate a little bit. <laughs> Does it look like it'd be possible to open the gate a little bit? <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of a binary affair. It either okay, you click it and it goes shoo, real fast or opens real fast. It's okay. We install a separate piece over the door with only a little bit of a gap that we can throw something I mean, through. Put a two by four in there. Is it possible? We have played zombies. We know this. To, to you know, just kind of plan up, everybody plan up one assault attack or type thing. I'll we need to fuck this snake up. I'll say it like this. We know how this game works. I don't think we're going to be able to cheese this. We either choose to fight or we choose to leave. I'm most. I'm full on HP. I'm we down. We can all take an antidote lesser. Seven. <laughs> you don't have to fight. Jacob's the snake. face. I know we don't have to, but I want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it, let me let me defend the whole idea of it's better to plan to fight the snake than get jumped by the snake, which we is what I was more afraid of. Imagine if you would open this door right after the first round of healing. <laughs> <laughs> How oh my bad God. that would have been. I'm, yeah. I am also, I'm too below max, so I'm good to fight as well if we want to. This is ridiculous. This is going to be mean, a whiplash of a listen. Heal fight, fight, me. Fight. No. Maybe? But, <laughs> heal me, but like, I'll, I'll fight if I know it's coming now. But like, not when I didn't okay. know it was coming you know, and rolled an ass. We should three. handle this the best way possible. All right, you two. There's a snake in there. <laughs> There's a snake in my, my boot. boot. There's a snake in there. But, okay, I'll ask you this. Easy answer. When Alonzo looked in there, was it just a nest or was it also like Eggs. boxes and stuff? It was trash detritus from like the room being rooms being destroyed in a nest. Let's not do it. We ain't got to risk our lives. There's probably nothing in there but the big snake. And don't worry, I'll ask the DM later after about a week, and he'll tell me if there was something in there, and I can stop worrying. You'll ask God? Yeah. <laughs> I bet that snake is so wiggly. <laughs> Pray. Pray. I, I'm throwing a vote in. Don't fight the snake. I want to smack it. That's one vote for fight the snake. Don't leave the deciding vote down to Alonzo. <laughs> Too late. You should have spoken up first. I'll step in here as your GM, because I know yes. you're already worried about treasure. Well, Let me just tell you the name of the room. Yeah. I feel like that'll clarify. This name of this room is called Bitey's Den. I mean, what better place to have treasure than a den? Yeah, I know, right? That's all up to you. <laughs> no. Bitey definitely no. got fed people. 
But his name really is Bitey. His name is Bitey. I don't want to kill him. <laughs> He's going to die anyways. Well, no, the monkey's going to be back. You're right. Monkey Goblin will be back. We didn't Do kill him. Do we really need to leave the monkey goblin with a giant cobra? It's not like he can use him in the fight or else he would have opened the door when we attacked him. I mean, really, he would have opened the door if he had wanted the slave to fight us. don't forget, he respects us, so I don't think he's going to be coming you know after what? us. That's fair, that's fair. However, he could still just release a giant cobra into the city and because... Then it's the police's job. We ain't got to worry about that. We ain't no heroes. Psycho really wants to fight a giant snake. <laughs> it's not that I'm against fighting a giant snake. I've just not been rolling so hot. I just want to watch it wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle. You guys, the only reason this conversation is happening is because Chester beat it in initiative. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Because <laughs> if he didn't, bad things would happen. I, I mean, I saw like a heavily barred window outside. Maybe you could look inside and see it wiggle. Yes. There we go. I will watch it wiggle. Wait, through the this is just Psykir's <laughs> innate cat. <laughs> Snake does wiggle, does a prey. Uh, I love you guys. The fact that we have to debate whether or not to have a very optional fight. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like the idea, but uh, I'm terrified. Le- let's go. Let's leave. We're My getting boy out already of here. almost went, already went down. Leave. So uh, you leave the building. <laughs> it's like afternoon now. You came here in the morning. Please take out the whip and run ahead of me. Uh, I will. I'll take out the whip and I'll. I'll, I'll <laughs> Like oh, shit. For a bit. oh shit, here we go. <laughs> Watch out, the tip is sharp. <laughs> My hands are metal. <laughs> thud, thud, thud. Ding. I'll slap Ding. it against the heavily barred window where the snake is. Uh, <laughs> from the other side. Bat, bat, bat. Boom. Do you guys look through the heavily barred window into Bitey's den? Absolutely. Uh, yes. You see through the sunlight this again giant emperor cobra snake. I slap on the metal bars trying to get its attention. Oh, you get its attention and it looks at you. Fuck you! And it starts to wiggle back and forth. I I, I do the, the, the cat the head cat thing. Wiggle. I need all of you to make a will save. Oh, Woo! it's a snake dance. But we're outside the window. <laughs> Ooh, does it 15 wow. hundred Wow. Nat 2! Oh, I love oh my no. life. Natural 19. Uh, for a, uh, <laughs> where are my saves? This is why I didn't want to fight. Ten. Ten total? Oh, shit. Yeah. Whatever the snake wants me to do, I'm doing it. Call uh, the snake lord. 26. 22. Uh, 22. All right. Psych here. Barely succeeds. Oh, shit. You are frightened one. Uh, Chester <laughs> succeeds. You that are also frightened one. Alonzo, <laughs> you critically fail. You are frightened three. Good uh, heavens. Uh, it, each of these things like count down each round, so it's not very long, but it freaks the hell out of all of you. You see this like glow in its eyes as it... Oh, what the hell? hell? Alright, I'm getting out Though of here. This does let's, suit let's his leave. reaction. Oh, shit. This very much suits his reaction to giant snake. New phobia unlocked. <laughs> yep. It's getting ready to say, if Alonzo wasn't afraid of snakes yet, he is now. I, I want to imagine this, because Psykir's up against the window, like, smacking at it, trying to get its attention, doing the little wiggle. It does its wiggle back. Psykir smacks the window a few more times, ears go back, and then they dart. <laughs> <laughs> Fur on end. <laughs> Uh, is this the type of frightened where I have to flee? No. Or is this just the frightened that I can be like, you know, scared poopless in my place? We leave. 
<laughs> I think that's well, at least in one e, that's panicked. Uh, this is just you would re- you, you get a minus three on a bunch of stuff if you're frightened. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, you're not fleeing. I think fleeing is the condition in this game. It's like core memory unlocked. Alonzo now afraid of snakes. It's like the little achievement bar uh, in a game. Boop. Phobia of snakes. <laughs> Unlocked. Uh, you walk outside, you uh, play with Bidey, you get freaked out. Alonzo gets a new thing to talk to his therapist about. Um, uh, you also see outside on the street, there's one blackened spot. A pheophobia? Is that the... A f- yeah, that's what a I'm looking at. A For snakes? Yep. Alonzo now has a pheophobia. Uh, as you're walking back, uh, you're kind of close to the border uh, with Ironside Quarter. You're still in the Ferris Quarter. Um, you go around one block. Um, oh, oh! if we're in Ferris Quarter, I'm going to keep my hat down a little extra because yeah. this is where I'm from. Did I need all of you to make me a perception check. Chester never took off his hat. Back. That's a three. Uh, there we go. 28. A roll over 10. 11. Since that 120. Uh, what's your total, um, Alonzo? 18. 18. Because so ch- I'm still frightened, or can I not you, be frightened no, anymore? It's, that's, it, you count down every round that you're frightened. Like, when it comes back to your turn, you reduce your frightened condition by one. So After 18 seconds, you would no longer have anything. So then... Yeah. It's just whatever it is normally. You don't have to And be you frightened. said perception? Yeah. Then it's um, a 21. Uh... Yeah, so Alonzo and Chester, you notice like two blocks away as you're heading back uh, to kind of formulate your plan. You see a shield marshal pinning something up on a on a like a, a bounty board. Um, oh shit! And you, I imagine as you might have to do now that you're, you've been outlawed, kind of you know catch an alley, pull the hat down. Well, we still have our magic hats activated, so I do we not. don't look like ourselves. You pull out your big cloak, psych here. Your Holocaust. Yeah, I never said I took mine off. But I feel like when I said that Alonzo keeps his hat down lower, I feel like it's the subconscious effort of knowing that he's not up and up with the law. I could tell what podcast Jacob's been listening to. (laughs) Don't need to. Quoting um, uh, the, what is it, Princess Bride, the Holocaust cloak. Um, But yeah, yeah, the shield marshal finishes up. Uh, You all definitely, there's enough people around where you're not too worried about it. I check out what's on the board. Uh, And you see pictures of yourselves. How in we were so careful. Do you read them? Yes. Yeah. Wanted posters. Uh, Alonzo says wanted for like five accounts breaking and entering, two accounts of selling compromised locks. Um, Hey! uh, And then it has your like real names and pictures on it. Uh, Chester's is uh, wanted for uh, possessing contraband materials. Uh, Have you know oh this is God. all perfectly legal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, compromising public safety or something like that. Uh, That's fair. Psyche, it, there's more to this, but like there's there's fine print. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but Psyche, you're wanted for uh, defacing public spaces. Uh, public urination. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. There's a giant sandbox with Psykeer's name written all over it. And, and stealing mm. from the church. <laughs> Facing pole. It's scratching walls. <laughs> There's probably more. I'm admittedly yeah, yeah. Uh, going off some handwritten notes here, but uh, how, how much are we wanted for? A lot. Like how oh. much? Is it worth more than the caps of disguise? <laughs> Slap a cap of disguise onto an innocent civilian. Yeah. Turn them in. Yeah. Buy a new coat. I'm not 
I mean, we don't have to. We could slap it on a powder gang punk. <laughs> oh my god. Alonzo's more worried about um about his girl seeing this. Does she know about his situation? Yeah, I told okay, I said in okay. like the last episode I was listening to that I had written a letter keeping her on the up and up. But I, I should note that he's not giving her all the details. public property. If anything, they were causing public disturbance. Compromised locks from a locksmith? You How can, dare. They're very obviously all made up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm not trying to assign backstory stuff. Because the whole point with you guys, we talked about, I think... You in, have to um, believe me. I thought it was a scratching post. And <laughs> last week's episode, we were talking... The scratching post would be your bar, by the way. We were talking about how you guys were... Um, kind of unjustly. Yeah. Like how that's part of the thing. No, mm-hmm. each of you are wanted for 250 gold pieces. Oh. Holy shit. That's a pretty big amount. Now, these are new wanted posters. We had not been wanted before, right? Well, you knew you were wanted because you had been ousted. Remember, you guys had been outlawed before I trumped up charges, but you've never seen posters for yourselves. I wasn't completely aware that we were actually wanted by the law. I thought some of us may have been, but like when I thought of my own situation, I thought I had just been kicked out of the academy. But no, there were actual like wanted by the law type of charges. Yeah, I yeah, mean, my, okay. my backstory was framed in Ferris' yes, quarter. So like, I understand that one. I didn't realize, didn't know if all of us had that situation. Yeah, because basically the shield marshals are in Muglin's pocket. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Loveless is kind of the figurehead for that. She's not actually in charge of the shield marshals, but de facto, she's the figurehead for everyone under yeah. uh, Muglin's pocket. So these wanted posters are not a surprise then? No, okay. it's just, it's one of those realization things. It's not, it doesn't surprise you. You already know that like you kind of have to watch out for shield marshals, um, but it's another thing to see a picture of your face on the street. Yeah, totally. Is there anything about these posters that might make them think that we are in a group together? Um, oh, that is a good question. Mm. Sure. Are we probably, associated? There's probably a note next to all of them known to collude or associate. Really? Next question. What is the gang name they gave us? Well, because my question is, how do they know? Are we wanted alive or are we wanted dead or alive? They should just know. Says wanted. They should know. You did rob a bank. Yeah, but we robbed the bank in disguise. That is true. We also didn't leave anything alive. Yeah. Except we, for those two. And they were sworn to secrecy. But they never right. saw us. We were in disguise the whole time, yeah. remember? Yeah. So I was like, a skin cat. Do they know that we robbed the bank? If they know, there's something up with that. Well, remember, Muglin already knows about you guys and wanted you out for some particular reason or another. Yeah. And Muglin has just as many informers as uh, Dunsmith See, that, does. That's, that's okay, yeah. That's that. I get that. Um, Arf. It's no fault of our own that they know it's us, is what I'm trying to say. No, 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 no. Because we're professionals. We're professionals. They're probably figuring out what you guys have done. They're putting two and two together. Yeah. Yeah. Like detectives should. They They, are shield marshals. They, at the very least, you can tell from what you see in the posters, because, like, stuff's been added on uh, from what you remember being outlawed for, that they probably can figure out that you guys robbed the bank together. But they probably, it's a stretch to wonder if they know that you were the group that sprung Gattleby. Uh-huh. I th- yeah, that, I, I get that. I get 
What do y'all do when you see this? Uh, um, we I get away before I react, of course. Make our way back to the... Oh, actually, no, we'll all be wearing cloaks because our head of disguise only works for an hour. Yeah, it we're actually is for more than worn an hour. out. Yep, yeah, you're right. So, like, we'll make our way back to the tavern. Okay. Should Carefully. we take these down? That, will that not make us look more suspicious? There, yeah, there's a group of people here. So I wouldn't think so. Not with a group of people Like, around. do people take them down? Like, oh, yeah, I need to take this with me. <laughs> Next to the... Uh, Next to the bounty board is just the Holocaust cloak stand. It's <laughs> all the different <laughs> big black cloaks with hoods. Uh, let's uh, let's go out here. I never sold a compromise lock in my life. It's like you're just actively scratching the board. We have never defaced public property. <laughs> <laughs> I've had contraband. That does not shock me. Uh, <laughs> but it's legal in the college because you got to work with some suspicious stuff to do some stuff there. So it was perfectly legal, illegal contraband. <laughs> oh, Alon's in the back in the back of his mind is thinking, I've never sold a compromise lock. It doesn't need to be compromised for me to pick it. <laughs> oh, man, my mama hears about I love this. That I'm going to get in so much trouble. You just get called at like... 10 p.m. Chester, goddamn it, Williams. <laughs> Chester, you're in big trouble, Williams. Or do we learn his real middle name because his mama calls him? Does he have, What if it is his real middle name? It's Nebulous. Chester Nebulous Williams. When you look at Chester's birth certificate, it's Chester Enchantment Table. Yeah, State I was exactly going to say that. I was just like, Minecraft Enchantment Table, ass looking text. <laughs> Alonzo is just like, going to just like, kind of brush a hand through his hair. It's like, I got a lot to explain to Eleanor. Oh. Let's get back to the tavern. Just draw another mustache on top of your mustache on the picture. <laughs> The double mustache, they'll never uh, see it. Are coming. the drawings good? Uh, they're like uh, police uh, sketches kind of thing. It's kind of hard to mess us up. Yeah, you're pretty distinct. <laughs> yeah. Chester looks a little feminine. They really focused on the long hair. Oh, listen, I take care of my hair. We need to shave your hair. No! Chester has the uh, future and modeling at L'Oreal. Maybe he <laughs> was born with it. Maybe it's Maybe Maybelline. Me <laughs> and all my zero charisma. Uh, I love that for you. I model for the Smarts magazine. Uh, so you guys head back to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon. Yep. Uh, it's only about like you know afternoon, one or two ish. What do you guys want to do? Find Phoebe and let her know we've made it to the Wanted Board. Uh, do you grab her attention? Like go to your little meeting spot. Yeah, I'll go. Wink. Okay. Get me a, a, a large ale and head to the meeting room. Uh, she rolls her eyes at your just attempt at subtlety. Let me get one uh, uh, hidden password ale. Can I get a sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla. Uh, you all meet and she says, God damn it, Chester, you really got to work on your subtlety. What's going on? Anything I'm new? Perfectly uh, subtle. What did you learn about the powder keg punks, powder puff girls? We have wanted posters up now. For them? For us. For us. Oh. Us. Well, it's made it uh, uh, into the town. That's only been a matter of time then. Yeah. Uh, good news is, is the powder peg. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the powder keg punks are, uh, well, they're they're done with us for now. We're kind of simpatico now. They were hired by... Show they my life serious. Big yeah, wiggly show, snake. They, they were. <laughs> they were. They have a big snake. They were hired by a snake. They were hired by yes. Show my life serious, and uh, the the gang leader gave us the uh, 
address for that person. So we're going to be heading there probably tomorrow after we do some scouting To fuck today. them up. Yeah, found out what's going on. I've, I've never heard. I'll, I'll see if I can find out anything about him. Appreciate it. Thank you. He's an inference. Uh, okay. Ifrit, I Ifrit, believe, is how it's said. Uh, you got fiery head, whatnot. This is according to the monkey goblin. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll see if. But I mean, that doesn't ring any bells, so uh, I wouldn't be count on too much coming out of it uh, quickly. But uh, if he hired the punks, and he, they he specifically sent them after Gattleby, we got to figure out what his play on it is. Then, so next clue to follow, I guess. Yep. Though, could we not spend some time? Um, investigating on this person before we go to their place. I mean, that's up to you guys. However, you want to tackle this. If you want to head straight for his house and give him a rude awakening, I mean, you have robbed a bank before, uh, so you do you. But if you want to take your time with it, you're free to do that as well. We robbed a shady institution. If he was leaning on desperate enough to use the powder keg punks as his uh, muscle, then he probably don't have a ton of other options to act quickly. Yeah. I'm thinking we'll scout him out today. Maybe head there tomorrow. If you hear something, you let us know, all right? Will do. And Chester, uh, for the rest of the day, he will head to, like, the area of that address and scout it out. Unless other I mean, people want to come. I mean, I totally sit on a rooftop nearby and just, like, scope it out with you. Can I find a gargoyle nearby to grappling, up hook, grappling hook up to? I'll just... Perch there? I'll just follow as me. Whisper about being the knight? <laughs> you all going to go together? I am the knight. Speaking of which, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I'm sad. Aw. Um, so the, the thing quintessential is, voice of Batman. The, the thing is, whenever you uh, go uh, to this address, you know it's in Hellside. And uh, I want to take you guys to the map of Alkenstar real oh, quick here. Yeah. I love the Alkenstar map. Please do. It is awesome. I like to look at it. Uh, basically, if you look at this map of Alkenstar, you'll see in the middle of it, there's this kind of river that runs through it. And in the middle of that, there's like a splooshy part, which is a waterfall. Mm-hmm. Take me to the river. So the, before the waterfall, there's a bunch of docks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hellside is basically right next to the falls, the the hell. I forget if it's the the hell fallen no the hell fallen cliffs, but basically there's this uh, Alkenstar Falls or something like that. I forget the actual name of the waterfall. So the basically the river is on plane with the city, and then it has that big waterfall, and the city stays on top of these cliffs above it. So there's a huge like cliff face that goes um, uh, up and down next to it. And Hellside is basically, I'm gonna show you this cool thing in Foundry real quick here. There's actually a little visualization of it. Is this kind of shanty uh, scaffolding town built on the side of the cliff next to the waterfall. Uh, can you guys see it? Oh, oh my Ooh. God. Oh, I love it so love much. that. Uh, it's like scaffolding on a sheer cliff face. There's a very famous like mechanical device at the actual Alcan Falls waterfall thing called the screw it's basically a way for boats to go up and down yeah uh the waterfall i don't know if your characters will know this but i'll go ahead and tell you because it's interesting i have alkenstar lore Uh, then you might know that hellside sprang into existence because of like shops or it used to be kind of just a shanty town of people living like on these 
uh, scaffolding bits or whatever, but it got oh, some more. Those are buildings. Yeah, those are buildings. It got some more economical growth from uh, people selling to the merchants on the ships going up and down because it can take like hours. Yeah. Uh, and then the Church of Abadar actually tried to come in and make it more legitimate. They built a new like crane to go up and down Hellside, and like you can see the big like monument thing carved um, in the wall. Fucking Abadar. I know, Abadar. Hate um, that guy. God of capitalism. So basically, instead of things going their way with it becoming more of a like official Abadar, like by the law economic area, what ended up happening is it did get more growth, but like people just, there's been like a community here and it's kind of a, a lot of like criminal activity happens there, like organized stuff uh-huh. because the Abadar like, uh, for lack of a better word, the Alkenstar IRS can't regulate it the way they want to. Um, so it makes enough mm. sense that someone who's hiring out the powder keg punks would be in here. And from what you can tell by his address, he's like towards the bottom of Oof. this thing. Now this is kind of weird because he's like, he's got money or so it would seem. So he might be hiding over here is what you're saying, right? Let's just blow it up. Maybe his... You Maybe can't, his, it's enormous. You can't just blow this thing up. Maybe his laboratory is over though, here where he would have had them take Gattleby. That would be amazing if you could. Well, I, I mean, but like if you were going to hide somewhere in town, this would be the place to do it. There's only so many ways to get in and out of certain areas I here. could not imagine living on a scaffolding. Well, it's not just scaffolding. Well, I know, but you're st- you're basically living it's on a cliffside. carved into the cliff as well. Even so. Heights fear Jacob can't do it. Bad. Mm. But, but dang, this just looks awesome. So I totally want to go here. Are you telling me that there's no easy way to scout this out without being seen? I'm just saying there's no like go sit on the rooftop and look at his house. Like the geography of it means you're going to have to like navigate through. And you can do that. Do you want to do that by yourself? You mean I can't go sit on the side of the waterfall and with my binoculars and just zoom in? I mean, you could cross, if we're looking at the map of Alkenstar, I'll go back to that real quick. Uh, you could cross the Ostradi River uh, over in like Skyside or the Capital District and just kind of look over with binoculars, but it's going to be hard to get anything of value. Chester will head down there and he'll stand on like the corner near there. But are you going there by yourself? Uh, if no one goes with them, I, mean, yes. I don't want him to go alone. I'll go. I'll go with him. <laughs> then no, I will not be going alone. Solid. All right. I'm going to say it's about four in the afternoon. By the time you guys start going down uh, the like switchback uh, roads and scaffolding into Hellside, uh, as you work your way down, um, you're enjoying the sights of the waterfall and just maybe you've been here before. Maybe this is only a place you've heard about, but it is a kind of bizarre and cool part of the city. Um, it's got its own little kind of culture and community. Uh, as you're working your way down uh, through the busy streets, uh, what are you guys thinking about? Steak. Steak? No. I fucking uh, knew it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, How complicated our lives have just become. Yeah. Uh, Chester's replaying in his mind, like, just always thinking about the information that he's got. Maybe he even has, like, a file in his hands that he's mm-hmm. flipping through as they walk, just uh, muggling 
Uh, this guy's name, Powder Keg Punk. Shoma Lazarius. Shoma Lazarius. I think uh, yeah. this has really increased the level of paranoia for Alonzo. So it's more of a surveillance feel than he ever had before. His na- his face being on a wanted poster has got him much more cautious. Uh, Psykeer, what are you thinking about? Meow. Just meow. 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 Say meow. Is that it? No thoughts, only meow. Chester's got the whip in the backpack, like dangling. Is Psykeer an orange cat? Psyche is it not, not his not turn orange. for the brain cell? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait for the brain cell to come around. Wiggle. Wiggle. Are you thinking about the snake? It was so wiggly. Um, it was so big and wiggly. I could definitely bigly. kill that by smacking it a bunch. Uh, but I wouldn't eat it. I'd just kill it. <laughs> and, and then, then play with its dead remains. Leave it, leave it on the doorstep. Maybe I would, maybe I would bring it to Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she would love that. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, Chester, Chester, could I kill a lizard? No. Okay. Would you like a snake instead? No, thank you. What about a bird? A chicken, maybe. Small chicken. Uh, yes. A Cornish I, hen. I'd take a small chicken. Okay. What about a spider? No. I've, I've got one. No, thank you. I killed it earlier. Oh, that's nice. Look at it. That's a very good spider. It's all crumpled <laughs> up now, right? <laughs> Y'all are having this conversation and Alonzo's just kind of like, you know, always checking Mm -hmm. around. Or the audience, I curated. Looks Uh, tasty. uh, It was not. Uh, I'm going to go throw up a little bit. (laughs) As As Sykeer's throwing up, and Chester, you're just kind of going through your your mental file of things, preparing for, like, doing this little stakeout. Uh, you're thinking about these different things. You're thinking about Shoma Lysiris. Who is this guy? And as you're sitting there thinking, you catch in your head just, like, you ever had, like, an itch on the inside of your head? Oh, bruh. Don't mm-hmm. do this so uh, bad. It's like a little tickle. Yeah. Uh, psych here. Uh, it's not your turn for the brain cell. It doesn't really hit you. <laughs> uh, Alonzo, you're keeping an eye out. Uh, make me a perception check real quick. Like, that is going to be my no. number one task right now. We oh. are hunted. So, yeah. That, you said Alonzo did the perception? Alonzo. Okay. Oh, not too shabby. Um, 20, dirty 20. I, I rolled above a 10. That's not shabby for me today. No, that's not bad at all. Solid. Yeah, I'll do it exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chester, you get if almost like an itch in your head, and like it goes away. It's a real weird sensation in your mind. Uh, and at this moment, Alonzo, your paranoia pays off because you see in this crowd of people moving up and down through the, like, uh, switchbacks on Hellside, you see this, like, weird hooded figure snap around to look directly at Chester. And Chester, you start feeling that itch in your head again. Um, Alonzo, what do you do? I elbow Chester. What? Meow. Yeah. Whisper. Hooded figure. Make a perception check, Chester. Try not to look suspicious. 19. Don't be suspicious. Don't Don't be be suspicious. suspicious. (laughs) Uh, Chester, you see that this figure looks around at you in the crowd. Uh, It turns around like snaps and it's this hood, but you don't see like a face in the hood. It's so creepy. You see almost like a... um, uh, what would the word be for this? Like, I hate using this, but it's like a like an ender pearl surrounded by teeth 
in the hood staring Yo. at you. And oh you say, my goodness. And you just hear whispering in your mind, Shoma. And, um. <gasps> what? Does Alonzo see this as well? Uh, Alonzo doesn't hear anything, but he does see this. Um, Dang, it's like two ticks off on the nightmare fuel for poor Alonzo. Is there a uh, knowledge check I could make on this? You notice, you notice this guy. Um, What do you guys do? Because he's far enough away to he's not immediately at hand. Uh, Are you going to try to hide? Run or just try to pass yourselves off. Is he coming towards us? He's starting to move towards the crowd towards you. Uh, uh, uh teeth, teeth, uh, whispers in my head. We, I don't like this thing. We need what? to get what, where that. I grab you he'll, and start going points. back. Can so you I can see it as roll, well. Like, roll perception. I was hoping that if he pointed it out, I'd be able to just see. Uh, you still have to roll because it's a crowd of people. Yeah, 14 total. Yeah. You don't have any perception bonus? I rolled a six. Oh. <laughs> you, you, you can't you can't spot this figure in the crowd. Um, and so he starts approaching you guys. Before um, I make my decision, uh-huh. can I do a knowledge check on this? You sure can. Would it be occultism? Yeah, tell me what type of knowledge it is, because I spotted this person. Show This will actually be religion. Oh. Oh, it's undead. All right. What? Can I attempt it too? All right. Uh, let me also throw trained. out there. I have. I'm not trained. I have. I'm trained. But you don't see it. Fuck. Just in case, I have academia lore and underworld lore. Religion. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Not gonna cut it. All right. Uh, what do you do? Uh, Chester says we need. We get out. We need to hide. Alonzo's already backing up. Run. So what were our options? Hide. Run. Blend into the crowd or run? Yeah. Can can I ask mechanically what the roles would be? Because I've got the stealth, but I don't know about my teammates. Run, no role required. <laughs> stealth, uh, or some role required. Some role required or deception. Oof. Ooh. Make yourself look like someone else. Deception would be fun for me. I wouldn't be fun for me. Not for me. A uh, Chester will run. We'll run. I'm a little afraid about running now that we're wanted, but like we gotta Listen, go. That we're ain't... living in a city. People run all the time, especially when there's no cars or nothing. I just saying. Have never once seen somebody run in a city. But there's cars. We live in a city where people in a hurry don't have cars to be in, so they run. No, no. People who run, we're not athletes. What are you doing? Run, run. Yes. All right. You start running. Uh, the cloak comes off, and this is the figure you see moving after you. Oh boy, I through can't wait. Oh god. A group of people through mm-hmm. crowds, they take off their cloak? The big, they take off again, Princess Bride joke, the big Holocaust cloak, and this is what you see. Oh. Uh, oh, we had the right reaction. They, the, the cloak comes off, and then they wave their hand like at you, and you turn, and you're trying to head down to the place you're going. I'd like to run back up. Then you'll be running towards him. (laughs) Oh, I'd like to run down. (laughs) Opposite direction of him. Uh, And you see this giant wall of stone just (laughs) blocking your path. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. Yeah! Uh (laughs) Tune in next time to figure out the hell this thing is. Can't like it!
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfi Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hey!